Welcome to this episode. Let's chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming for the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. We have Frank Branches, a uh, fucking awesome dude, the founder of Wicked Radio Network, which he is no longer running, but uh, he is also a host of currently of the RP Grinders podcast, which I was once a guest on. Frank has been on a ton of podcasts. Uh, he's had it, which he talks about in this episode. A lot of good talk about skepticism, horror, uh, just what a fucking nice dude. Uh, from what he says on his RP Grinder show, he's a bit of a curmudgeon, which is a little... And uh, But on this episode, he is just nothing but sweet and kind, and it's pretty great. We have so much fun. I, I can't wait to have him back on. We just had a blast. Uh, make sure you follow him on Twitter, at Frank Branches. You could check out his amazing podcast, at RP Grinders, and uh, make sure you check out The Wicked Radio Network. They're also on Twitter at at Wicked underscore radio and WickedRadioNetwork.com. It's a fucking great site. There's a ton of podcasts on there that I listen to or I follow on Twitter, and I have now met through doing the show, and it's fucking cool. Uh, Frank, seriously, though, I had just like so much fun recording this episode. I hope listening to it for you is as much fun as I had recording it. Quick plug for my show, and then we'll get right to the episode. Make sure you follow Let's Chat on Twitter at Let's Chat Podcast. Please talk to me on there. I'm obsessed with Twitter. Check out the MisfitsNetwork.com. Find the Misfits Network SoundCloud. This is our wonderful podcast network that allows us to reach so many. And uh, just uh, I just had such a good time. Oh, funny story. I was a guest on RP Grinders a little while back. And the first time I was supposed to be a guest on their show, I had to cancel because I was stuck in the urgent care with, uh, never really figured out what it was. I believe it was some sort of infection. I think I got it from the ocean. I just had to take some antibiotics. But it took so fucking long, I did get to be on their show. Uh, but I got to be on, and uh, Frank and Eric and all those guys were just as kind as they could be and so much fun to talk with and... I hope to guest on their show again. I can't wait to have Frank back. And uh, well, let's get to it. No worries. You do a hell of a lot more editing than I do, man. You're you're way more of a professional than I am. No way. Eight years <laughs> into it? into a, You're eight <laughs> years into the revolutionary thing that is only kind of picking up the last couple of years? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I would say the yeah. last two years it's been – well, you know what's weird? Because I, I, I have one, so I'm really involved. I feel like I'm very involved. I listen to a lot, and I know everything about it. I'm like all about podcasts, podcasts, and like my friends. And then I'll be at work, and I mention something about – not even like my podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, I listened to Obama on a podcast. I hear, what's a podcast from someone who's like <laughs> three or four years older than me? I was like – Yeah, it's crazy, okay. man. <laughs> Technology is yeah. weird. Yeah, it is, man. The podcasts are still coming into their own, man. It's uh Oh, there's so and... much to do. Yeah. Like why yeah. are they not on airplanes? Like you know when you go on an airplane they have like an audiobook section? Like Yeah. I think airplanes yeah. will be in cars. There's just it need the Android market needs to kind of, iTunes has this weird way of keeping everything a secret so you don't yeah, actually know I, you know what itunes is the biggest mystery to me man i don't know how to become popular on itunes is something i've never been i guess you just have to be super rich or or whatever i i, I don't know man it, it, on a budget i can't get this podcast of course my podcast is is very niche anyway so yeah. you know 
Well, my my numbers aren't gigantic, and for one day, about two days ago, uh, th- this I was number one hundred and eighty three in the in the podcast and and comedy podcast. Uh, you know, that, yeah, that's weird. I, I I was in the top one hundred a couple of times on on uh, in video games specifically. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't see a number different. I mean, I'm on a network, and I know the network had just got featured on iTunes. It was like I knew why it happened, but it was also I'm like, but my numbers don't look that different than they did yeah. before. So, yeah. Please, are, I you on Sti- are, you on, are you on Stitcher at all, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. See, I reached number one in the horror section several times That's with awesome. the DMT. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> but then yeah. your numbers don't change, so it's like I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they I did. I've, I've gotten a lot more downloads than I've ever had since I've been doing it. It's been on the up and up, but it's still like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What does this yeah. mean? Exactly. I was did blown it. away. I was very happy, but it was still like it was also. I don't know their algorithm. It, I don't either, man. I, there used to be like, long story short, I had a rivalry with another podcaster for whatever reason, and uh, he would cheat the numbers on Stitcher, and his show would always trump mine. And I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" So I tried doing some certain things, and I I went so far as to contact the the people at Stitcher, and and even they really couldn't tell me. But uh, through favoriting and you know thumbs upping, I guess, and and stuff like that, I got mine past his, and I figured out the secret. And that's not the way to do it. You know, you want to do it through listeners and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that guy was pretty unethical and, and everything anyways. But uh, but anyways, you know, I, I figured out the, the secret. Yeah. I'm too lazy to care about that stuff. I don't care either, man, anymore. I, I cared at the time. I Now I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. So. It's it's the uh, the recording and meeting cool people is everything. And then the, the numbers to me are gravy. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree, dude. Like that's that's why I keep doing grinders, dude. I never get numbers on grinders, and I don't care. You know, I just do yeah, it for me. But it's like it's fun. I've and that's some. I just and I've made like friends and some people I just keep in touch with, and it's just like just a nice community of people that I would never have known. And and then yeah. I get to. It's fun. I just really like doing it. And then once in a while, I had someone on here. Um, and uh, they just graduated college, and we got along really, really well, and we kept in touch on the internet. And then they just got hired to work for the late night with Stephen Colbert. Oh, and, cool! Yeah, and then they're gonna come back. I'm like, wow, that was an accident. <laughs> hey, that works. She, man. Uh, Dana hey. Schwartz. Everyone should listen to her. She's fucking awesome human being. And it was just like weird. I was like, oh, cool. I just thought yeah. you were funny on Twitter. Yeah, a a um, a guest that's infinitely more um, interesting than I am, Chris. I can I can assure you. Well, everyone's more interesting than everyone feels their guest is more interesting, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. How so? But eight years. So how did you even find podcast eight years? I didn't find him until about maybe seven or eight. Years. Yeah, maybe around the same time. So what's your first podcast you found? Um, well, I used to listen to a podcast called All Games Interactive. It was with Scott Rubin. Um, he's the founder of the All Games Network. He used to be on G4. Um, he did a lot of shows on that. That uh, I don't know if you even know what G4 it was. It was a video game-centric. Uh, I don't even know if it's still around. I think it no, is. but it's gone. Yeah. Um, my yeah. cable provider never had it but i know all the nerdist people used to work there. that's nerdist kind of birthed out of there because they all work yeah. together. yeah that's the only yeah. reason i know about it 
Yeah, Scott Rubin was part of that whole thing. He had, I think it was called, um, God damn it, it's been so long, dude. Um, it was like, an, it was an interactive show where people could call in, talk about video games, etc. Um, Laura Foy was on it. Uh, the, the dude that does, I, I think eventually the dude that did Hack My Life, I don't know if you ever watched that that show, the, the guy, Kevin Pereira was on G4, a bunch of people, but uh, Jeff Keighley, I don't know. I, these are probably names. I'm, I'm a total nerd, dude. Don't, oh, don't, I, don't. I, we support nerds around here. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not yeah, a big it, it, game nerd, which is strange. I love video games. i just not super, super, super gamey. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm a nerd. I love video games, so. You know. <laughs> I do, too. I go through phases. You know what? I used to geek out over The Sims. Yeah, that's a PC game. Yeah, I I, yeah. I never got I, I did some PC gaming, but uh, more into the consoles and stuff. But uh, but anyways. <laughs> oh yeah, so you found that podcast. So what's that? Yeah, ten years uh, ago, nine years ago. About ten years ago, I'd say. And then I I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, all these guys are doing are talking about video games. You know, I can do the same. And 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 me and a friend got together, an ex friend, and we were talking about um i mean we had a lot of you know similar interests including role-playing games rpgs and um you know we're big skeptics and big into science and stuff like that so we were like why don't we match the two and and do a podcast and thus there became rp grinders and i i didn't i didn't really expect it to last this long man to be honest with you but uh, i keep finding shit to talk about you know oh, you never run out of stuff yeah is it to I'm me gonna... i feel like for your when you're, I got to come on your show. It was a ton of fun. It um, mm. kind of reminded me of uh, the digital age of that scene in King of the Hill where it's just four dudes talking, except yeah. we all lived in different states. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of <laughs> that. You, you're you're almost correct on that, man. Although I'm not not as um, uh, hillbilly-ish, I guess you can you can attribute that to uh, Moria and and. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> but um, I just. Um... I don't know, man. I uh, it is. It's it's a lot like that. It, it it's basically two shows in one, and and I can honestly say it's the longest running because basically it's the only one that that talks skepticism and and role playing games. So that's something I always, you know, am very proud of. So <laughs> how many? Uh, so is that, that this show is not your first? Have you had a bunch? Uh, RP Grinders is my first, and that's why I still do it. But I had. Uh, from time to time, I uh, do others. I I had DMT, but it it kind of ran its course. I I could have did it longer because obviously with the popularity of The Walking Dead and yeah. stuff, and that 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 show actually had huge numbers. It was the um, number one. I want to phrase this right so I'm not you know on the record as being uh, you know saying something wrong, but uh, it, that a non uh, I guess uh, sanctioned Walking Dead podcast. So, oh yeah, like song. a f- fan cast. Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, it, but it really. It, I mean, it, we really delved into the culture of zombies and everything yeah. zombie related. And, and it's stuff just like, like you're not affiliated with the uh, Clear Channel, or whatever network. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but I, I did that. I did uh, with my wife. I did a show called Share the Wear, which was all about werewolves and werewolf culture. I, I love horror movies and and stuff like that so we did that show before that uh, me and my wife did, with another couple did a show called uh Vampcast, which was all about vampires so i'm kind of running the gamut of all the the horror monsters uh oh, that's and, awesome 
Yeah. Um, what else have I done? Uh, me and my wife are – we haven't really released any of them, but um, we uh, do a show called um, Just Roll With It, and I guess you can probably guess what that show's all about, you know, <laughs> um, rolling up joints and whatever else you can roll up. I was know, like, so. all right, it's either sex or role-playing game. <laughs> so I guess I went somewhere different. Uh, we talk about everything, man. But, yeah. but you Oh, know, you're in Colorado, a... right? I am. Oh, yes. so you can talk about that way more openly than most of us people who are afraid of. Well, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't smoke weed anymore. But, mm. <laughs> but uh, no, that, that's a I, shame. <laughs> yeah, but if I if I well, I, I quit like a year ago, or mm-hmm. I don't know what my therapist says. I it quit me, but yeah, but I don't do it at the moment. And uh, but like if I did, I could not talk about it on here because I don't ever want my. I don't know if my job would or no. I don't know. You just... Yeah, see, that's a thing, dude. Like, if you're, <laughs> if you have, if you have a career and you want to keep it, don't just don't talk about yeah. it. Yeah, you know? I really don't give a shit. You know, that's my thing. Like, I'm in Colorado, everything's legal here. You know, so you know, if I end up, I, I currently I'm not working anyway. So, but even if I did and somebody found out, I guess I would just be laugh at it and be like, look, it's legal here. What <laughs> you yeah. know? I mean, I I know my job doesn't give a shit. It's, I I don't know. It's just one of those things. Yeah, I get you, man. I get you. How, uh, what was, I gotta ask about that legalization transition. How awesome is that? Even, like, for a non-smoker, that's, like, besides the fact I've heard the the rumor, from what we hear out east, is that you guys are paving your roads in gold and just swimming in money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's definitely not true, man. Huh. I will I, I will tell you that um, housing here is insane. People are, are coming here in droves. Like, it's it's pretty crazy. There's wait lists for apartments. That's the one thing that uh, – uh, but, no, as far as roads being paved in gold, I guess the, the dispensaries are – rolling in gold that's the i guess yeah that's the, and your tax revenue is just like flowing. oh it, the recreate there's a difference between recreational and medical and the difference is is 30 percent in taxes that's that's yeah. the difference man <laughs> you know so yeah <laughs> that's amazing like the government is rolling in dough here that's for sure i can tell yeah, you that. hey i'm I, I support that shit like yeah well, oh, you mentioned skeptic. Uh, hello, I'm I'm glad we finally met. I'm I'm totally with you on the skeptic board. Uh, so, fellow atheist. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm no. I when I think when I finally found atheism, I I told this to I had a buddy of mine. Or so a long time ago, I had this guy on uh, Andy Tavar. Uh, he's a vegan, mm-hmm. uh, and he does a lot of vegan activism. So, he, mm-hmm. very fascinating guy. Wonderful human being. But we were talking about how when you first find these types of countercultures, like I was – when I became an atheist, I was a fucking dick about it. Yeah. I was yeah. such a fucking asshole. But now I've been <laughs> one for so long. I'm like kind of like a – same with him. He's like, you know, you find it. You're really strong. And then now that you do it for a while, you kind of become like the Buddha version of it. I'm like, you know, atheism's not for everyone. Just do your thing. Don't hurt each other, dude. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of the opposite, man. I'm a loudmouth and I don't care. I think there's I think more more people need to be like that. Like I I'm a big fan of Christopher Hitchens and Hitch, yeah, and, thought, yeah. And he, you know, obviously he passed away. I I I liken myself to the, you know, way less intelligent Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> <laughs> he did die relatively recently. Yeah, I think it was last year or year before he he think, passed yeah, away. Yeah, it was a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. I like Tyson Neil deGrasse Tyson's become my new. Yeah, I, I like I like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I just wish he would be a little more adamant and and outspoken like Christopher Hitchens. Like yeah, 
Hitchens yeah. as Dawkins is another good one. Like they mm-hmm. they call them our four horsemen. It's like Hitchens, Dawkins, and there's Harris. Know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They know all about it, man. I got the books on my bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. I worked with this dude. Um, he used to work at a Starbucks, and he was like a born and raised into an evangelical Christian family. I think I'm getting this right. And mm-hmm. then um, his rebellion was atheism, essentially. And, mm-hmm. man, he knew his shit. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, the best way to turn somebody into an atheist, I, not that I would ever try to turn somebody into an atheist, but the best advice I can give to somebody that's curious is read the Bible, and that that will change your outlook. Yeah, that <laughs> thing's know? pretty stupid. Like, let's just get straight. Like, all right, it's a good story, but, like, if you're trying to tell me this is, like, factual information, it's like, come on, dude. Well, it's... not only that, man, like like a lot of the stuff in the Bible, like, like you know, it's just a lot of it's just common sense stuff like thou shall not kill. I mean, that's that's pretty I mean, I'm not going to really go up to somebody and kill them. I mean, that that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, you know, if you look at all the stories in the Bible, a lot of it is ridiculous. Like you were saying, like um, Jonah and the whale. Um, that's a just a ridiculous story. Um, Lot and his daughters. You want to talk about. A really fucked up story. You got to read that, man. That's that's insane. You know, I mean, basically, daughters raping their dad and their. I mean, oh gosh, it's it's, it's horrible. And angels, angels, uh, uh, basically raping the girls. And oh man, it, 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 there's just so much, so much in there that I could talk about. I would take up hours and hours of your show, man. It was that's crazy. fine with me. <laughs> uh, yeah. you, have you seen Book of Mormon? Um, I have not, man. I've been want, really wanting to see it, but I, I, I mean, it's not, it's very expensive. It, it's very expensive. And, and I just, the timing just never matches up. You know what I mean? Like it is, it, I just, I never have a chance to watch it. I, I should, I don't know if they have a DVD or video or something. No, I, I think it, it, they, it's still only a touring play at most. So it makes, yeah. it, I don't think it will ever be a movie cause it's just so popular. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I, um, I don't see tons of theater, but, um, I do have to say, after seeing Book of Mormon, it opened my eyes because I found out that I loved musical theater because it was so great. <laughs> it it yeah. really, it's, it's, so I went to it with my wife, and it was a Christmas present, and I was like, all right, this is going to be great because it's so funny, and she's like, this is going to be great because it's a musical. She mm-hmm. loved it because, so all the reasons, we both loved it, and then she's like, I loved it because it was a musical, it was funny. I'm like, I loved it because of the music, and I yeah. laughed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it doesn't—it yeah. doesn't actually make fun of Mormons too bad as people as I thought it. It does it in a very South Park way. Yeah, yeah, it, I love South Park. Yeah, me too. Well, their Mormon episode is just like—it's the best, man. I mean, I, I love that show. Yeah, <laughs> that really so... put me in a tizzy though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think what I learned is like the same thing. It's like you could hate the government, but not the people of like a different country. It's like I can hate the structure of the Mormon church, but the, there's a lot of good people who are, are Mormon. Right. That, I don't I hate mean, them and I don't blame I, them. And you know, that, yeah, that's a thing. Like, um, like I'm, I'm an art. I mean, I, I am just a huge atheist and I'm very outspoken. I, I, but I realize there's, there's good Christians too. You know, it's not, it's not like those people. I mean, I, in my in my belief, I think people in general are good. I know that's kind of a naive, probably, way of thinking of things. But if if the majority of people weren't good, we all wouldn't be here. You know. I so. I feel that way. Too. I, you notice that a lot of atheists are surprisingly optimistic. Mm-hmm. And maybe mm-hmm. you have to be to actually truly not believe in anything. Right. 
Right. That's that's exactly right. And, you know, I think I think atheists enjoy life a little bit better because they, you know, this is it. You know, this is it. That's yeah. it, man. I mean, you, your life is what it is. So live it up to the fullest and don't be a douchebag. You know, can I ask you something about this? Because I always love asking this to atheists. And if you don't want to give an example, that's more than OK. But uh, no, go ahead. How do you handle your existential crisis when you're an atheist? Because I've gone through that. And I think that's the only, there's a couple moments in my life where I was like, God, I wish I had something to cling to right now. And it was hard to get through it. I did, but it was uh, – I'll, I'll be very – I'll get way personal. It was like my good friend of mine committed suicide, and then a mm. month later our mutual friend died of terminal cancer, and he was like 20. Ugh. It, it was, yeah. a, I was yeah. a fucking wreck. Uh, turns out therapy, good thing. Everyone should go to it if they're yeah, up for it. <laughs> but like, you bet. I was at this moment of just like, what? I, I don't know. I really wanted to have something to hang on to and know that they were in heaven. But like, I was sad because like, no, they're dead and I'm never going to talk to them again. I'll never hear the yeah. voice. It was hard. It was it, sucked. It, it, I bet, man. I, I, you know, there's the thing to hang on to is that life is great, man. Like, like every day, I mean, not for everybody. There are certain situations. Like I, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to be like a person in third world country, like Ethiopia or something. And, you know, basically starving to death. But, but for me in the United States, you know, all the luxuries that I have and, and the fact that, that I live in the beautiful state of Colorado, I, I was just talking to my wife today. Like I'm looking at the mountains, like, holy fuck, this is awesome. You know, this is just one of the greatest things. Like, like every day that you, that you live and breathe and aren't having a lot of health issues and, and are able to eat at a, at a, even a fast food restaurant and get this buffet of food that, you know, you, most people would fucking die to have, uh, you know, Oh, sorry for my use of language. I, I know your, your podcast uses language sometimes, man, but if you oh, need to swear be, all the be. fuck you want, <laughs> I love, but, I love swear. We're, we're not FCC regulated. Let's, let's have fun with it. Right. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I think of things like that. Like I, I got a wife and two kids and you know, it, it, it's things like that that you have to hold on to, man. Like, like, l- look at us, man. We're we're sitting here, we're bullshitting about podcasting. Like, what? How how much better does life get? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's you're, it, man. Like, there's you're no. You're an optimistic day today. I am. I am. Oh, I mean, we all have our days, but I I think um, I've heard some people talk about it, like uh, not even just in sense of religion, but like uh. If you really get to the brass tacks of it, we're just like these creatures floating on a blue orb on like a planet in a vast universe of nothing. And we're like, mm-hmm. you know, well, at the beginning of the the original cosmos of like we were a speck, a monospeck, a monospeck of a speck. But, it, you know, some people get really depressed by that shit. And I'm just like, yeah, that makes me feel really good for some reason. <laughs> like it really does. I'm like, oh, thank God. No one cares about yeah. what I fucked up at work today in the long run. Right, you really you can't let it get you down, man. Because like like you said, we're we're just a speck in this vast nothingness. You know, we're just lucky to be here. You know, and oh, like and I'm in, yeah. I I enjoy every day of it, dude. Like like when it's over, it's over. That's it. You know, I mean, I lived my life the best way that I could, and you know, maybe I made some mistakes along the way, but you well, know, so you did, be it. Or else you didn't do it right. <laughs> that's absolutely correct yeah man. no i mean yeah <laughs> you know but I, like, um, I, feel, I, I feel like i'm just i think it's also part chemical but i'm just generally pretty happy yeah no i i agree man like i i i i'm on my show i'm i always am very grumpy but it's more of a uh you know it's more of a show thing you know i i'm in real life i'm i'm completely different so you know it's just yeah it's just... one of those things 
Are your cohorts going to hear this and be like, what the fuck? You're actually happy? <laughs> you just... Most likely they will, man. <laughs> what did, did somebody steal your brain for a minute? Or what, what's going on here, man? Well, I like yeah. getting mad about stupid stuff. Like, if a movie sucks, I love getting really pissed off about it and, like, arguing for no reason. But, like, in the reality, it doesn't matter. In, like, the grand scheme of things, if, mo- if you make a movie and it's terrible, it doesn't mean anything. But no, yet, it I still want to debate man. that with someone forever and be like, here's why this person sucks. It's fun. Yeah, well, it's funny. I, I have an open challenge to uh, Uwe Boll still out there, man. Like, he challenged somebody. I can't remember who he challenged. I think it was uh, uh, Michael Bay or somebody to a, a boxing match. I, I still have my, my challenge to Uwe Boll out there. So, who is he? You know. He's the director. He's a director of a bunch of shitty, like, uh, video game movies. I mean, there's a reason why... Excuse me. A, le- a reason why a lot of video game movies are shitty, and and the reason is Uwe Boll. He's one of the worst directors of all time, man. He's, <laughs> he sucks, <laughs> and he keeps getting work. <laughs> oh God, yeah, he find he finds a way to finance his movies. There, I guess there's like a lot of um, loopholes in the in the German government for like tax breaks for for movies and stuff. And he keep I don't know how, but he keeps securing licenses to a lot of like video game movies and i'm like get the fuck away from video games dude go do something else and 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 the few times that he's tried other than video game movies they've been terrible as well so he's he is i mean by far one of the worst directors of all time just look him up man he's he's terrible he's he's on a lot of people's top 10 list of worst directors of all time what has he made um shit off the top of my head um blood rain um <laughs> i could look it up man i mean there's there's oh yeah yeah that's fine you don't have to do that but i feel like i gotta did he make my favorite mario and luigi movie from Pink no i i you know what i wished he did man i'm, I'm looking at his uh, bio here he did postal which was a video game uh, alone in the dark is another video game blood rain i mentioned blood rain one two and three i believe uh, Rampage, which is not, but if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes for for his movies, yeah. like, like I think I think Alone in the Dark got like one percent, if that, you know. So that's got to tell you everything you need to know about Uwe Boll. Uh, I'm looking at a, um, I just did a quick Google search. One of the uh, captions here is Uwe Boll video to fans. Fuck yourself is what he says. So like he, <laughs> <laughs> you know he. He, everybody knows, and he knows. I think he even knows that he sucks. So you he's know. playing the game, but, right? He's just like, you right. know, <laughs> you know right. some people like attention, positive and negative. Well, like Kardashians, you know, like negative attention is positive attention, and vice versa. <laughs> right. Don't get me started on the Kardashians, man. <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't. I definitely watched their show at one point for some reason when I had cable. I would, mm-hmm. I didn't like watch it on purpose, but it would flip by out of morbid curiosity, and I knew it was fake, but I, I don't anymore. Yeah, you know what? I think everybody did. I mean, I think I did it at one time too, man. But you can only take so much fakeness and scripted BS, you know. It's, it, it just it's like all almost all of all reality yeah. shows, you know. Like like one of them that's really popular that me and my wife like laugh at every time is. Um, what is that one? Uh, uh, brother, uh, Big Brother, or uh, I don't know. Yeah, Big yeah I think brother. that's that sounds like a show. I don't watch it, but yeah. I, I don't watch it either, but me, like my, me and my wife have this thing. Like if we if we're flipping through the channels and we happen to see it on the guide there, uh, Big Brother, we'll say, "What do you think is happening there?" Let, and then the other, per, the, whichever one asked that question, the, always the response is, "Somebody is talking to somebody in the kitchen." And another couple is playing pool, and there's a couple more people outside by the pool. You know, so yep, that sounds about right. 
<laughs> that's and and nothing ever happens. It, it's it's it. I don't know. It's insane. I, I don't know how people watch that that stupid shit. But whatever. I listen to a lot of my coworkers talk about the Bachelorette every Tuesday. Oh my goodness! I've never seen an episode yeah. of that, but it's probably just as bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the argument is I just like to have something to turn off the brain. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but you know, I have, I, like, I, I don't have cable, so I just stream everything. And I was mm. like, well, I have to pick what I watch, and I don't know what it is. I just, I don't, I won't even. I've had a reality star on here. I don't know, I don't know why reality re- actors get called stars, even if right. it's like porn stars, right? Like you're not. Like I wouldn't call someone who's like an extra an extra star, but um, <laughs> right. I never. I, truth be told, it wasn't even something I watched. It was a buddy of mine that I met through the show kind of set it up for me. I was like, yeah, okay, mm. I'll do it. It was like some what? show called Naked and Afraid. So I watched. Yes. It. Yeah. yeah. I had to watch yeah, it. Just, what's that? That that show's actually kind of interesting to me. I actually liked it. I, I do like yeah. some reality shows. I won't lie. I like. Yeah. I like uh, Charlie Fertini. I think his name was. I watched yep, his yep. episode because he came on, and then I like MasterChef Junior a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why either. I don't Chris. know. I I like to pick but... one of them to hate, and then I just yell at this like twelve year old boy or girl for being terrible. <laughs> it's weird. That's funny, man. And, uh, no, um, Naked and Afraid, man. I actually I watched a few episodes of that, and it's actually it's kind of interesting. I mean, it, it's not the most heady of programs in the world, but what reality show is, yeah. you know? <laughs> but talking about fake, like I mean, we all knew the Kardashians was like fake, and I and like it's like oh whatever, it's fake. But then I like end up reading this thing online about like the truth behind it. They actually that wasn't even their house. <laughs> what? The, I, see, the, I don't. I, the, these the, are things I do not know, Chris. Yeah, like this first season, they film it like you film a movie. They would all arrive at this house that they rented, and then like, in a weird way, it was like improv, except people who can't improv. And they, (laughs) so they would just like, they block it and they would just be in this house for like, I don't know, X amount of hours a day and just live like you were living at home. And then the producers like cut a story around it and make a narrative. And I was Mm. like, I mean, I knew it wasn't real, but like, then you find out, I was like, yeah, it's, I think there was a season that Kim and Courtney lived in like New York together. And I'm like, you're both (laughs) multi-billionaires. Why the fuck are you roommates? Like, again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just for the sake of the show, man, and making more millions, you know, that's that's what it is. (laughs) I'm always really interested in the the puppets behind those people. Like, who's behind her, who's making, you know, she's making Meg, but then who's behind her making more, like, her publicist and, like, the bottom feeders behind that type of world fascinates me. Oh, I I can tell you who's behind the Kardashians. It's Ryan Seacrest, man. he put he put a lot of money into that yeah. uh, number that there. Handsome so, son he, of a bitch. <laughs> I wish I could kiss him on the lips. <laughs> I love I love what Joe McHale always makes one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's even shorter than I am, man. And I'm not you know I'm Mc, not <laughs> McHale or uh, Seacrest. Seacrest, man. Yeah, he's not tall. No, no. Most but, celebrities aren't tall. That's like a thing. Yeah. No. Like Tom Cruise is like five feet tall. Yeah, and then like, but everyone looks tall on TV. Like, I used to work at a Starbucks when celebrities would come in uh, enough where it was really cool, but no one ever looks the same. I mean, fucking no one looks the same. Yeah, I used to work at um, uh, a a specific part of the airport where a lot of celebrities would would go in. And you're you're right, man. It's uh, 
is crazy, man. They look a lot different than than the TV personas. <laughs> yeah, my wife and I were talking about this because we were watching The Daily Show because Amy Schumer, well, you know, mm-hmm. he, John's leaving, and Amy Schumer had a picture with Jennifer Lawrence, and I was like, tell my wife, I was like, I mean, I know it was really wrong that all those nude pictures got leaked, but I might have saw them by accident. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have seen a Scarlett Johansson picture. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to. It was, I was on Tumblr, and someone posted it, so, I, you know. Right, right. But uh, whatever. I, I, but just I, like me, man, the same person must have put a gun to your head that yeah. put a gun. But I remember being like, wow, Jennifer Lawrence just looks like a regular person. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, a really no messy human being, like just like a slob and like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, yeah, you forget that like these – no one looks like – nobody looks like nobody, that. Nobody – you're right. Nobody looks like that, man. I mean it's all Hollywood. It's all – yeah, me and my wife talk about that quite often, man. Like and if you have a lot of money, you can pay for a lot of surgeries. You can pay for a dietitian and, and stuff like that. But pe- it, it, when it really comes down to it, people are just people. You know, some, some people are better looking than others, no question. But yeah. – um, Hollywood's a different animal altogether. Oh man. yeah, it, it like they, you have a personal. You could hire a personal stylist or have hair and makeup yeah. done every hour of every day. And right, and not all celebrities are like that. Like because I've met famous people come in and just like, even like Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore came in. They just look like regular people, and like they're yep. like, yeah, going to fucking see my daughter at college or whatever. So it's <laughs> right. I've met Edward James almost, and what a ugly fuck. Oh, no question about that, man. He's even ugly in Hollywood, man. But I know. I like that was I like... weird. Then I met him in person. I'm like, oh, my God. You're making <laughs> me look good, sir. Thank you. Oh, whoa. Maybe uh, maybe there is a shop for me in Hollywood. Yeah, man. we got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I forgot what? what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, that uh, happens quite often, man. It, so, it, it comes with age. But you're a, you're a, you're a game player. Uh, did you see Video Game the Movie? Video game, the movie. No, I the never had it. about the history oh, of video games. It's really good. Yes, yes, I did see that actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, Will I, I Wheaton might have narrated it. Yeah, you know what's weird is I when you said video game, the movie, immediately my mind went to Pixels that that oh. new movie that came out, and no, I did not see let's that. Let's talk about but, Pixels instead. <laughs> oh just, shit! No, did, please, let's not. <laughs> I did not see it, but I uh, what Adam Sandler, man. I what the I, fuck? <laughs> For all these know. people in like Hollywood and actors and comedy who work so hard to get to yeah. their level, why is Adam Sandler the guy who and Kevin James can keep producing shit for like twenty years? You know, and it's still just, do it. The the way I figure it is, this is how Hollywood works, man. You. you you have a group of people like, like for instance, I was just watching. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's actually really brilliant. Um, Wet Hot American Summer, the TV series. On Let's Netflix. make that our next topic, because yes, I did. It's great, man. I, I love the show. Um, but there's a there's always a group of people, whether they're comedians or you know action stars or whatever in Hollywood that that form these groups, and from those groups, that, you know, they're they're usually fairly successful, and and that's. You know, in the case of Sandler and Kevin James, they all – and David Spade and all those people, they kind of were in one group. And, and yeah, you're right, man. How does it go from being such powerhouses that they were, you know, from Billy Madison to Pixels, man? I, I don't understand but, like, it. The thing yeah. about Sandler, like he has cons- – <laughs> there's a lot of people that I loved at one point who made a flop and then you never saw again. But yeah. why, why – I don't under- – maybe he's just in this right guild of like he failed and they just let him have a movie again because they're like – I mean, Robert Downey Jr. disappeared for until Iron Man came out. He disappeared. Right. 
Right. Like, uh, was it John Favreau called, said quoted is quoted as saying like I broke him out of movie jail. Like yeah, yeah. You know it's weird. It's like John Travolta was one of those t- people too before Pulp Fiction. He was you know yeah. doing. I mean, what was it? Um, let's look who's talking. I think he took that as just like a final farewell to Hollywood and kind of like was... I'm going to go devote myself to Scientology now. <laughs> right, that's exactly right. But yeah, there's there's certain people like that, man, where they just fall off and and unless they get another big break, like you, you mentioned, Robert Downey Jr. is a huge one. You know, I mean, he, who who would have even thought of him? At, you know, before Iron Man, then Iron Man comes out and he's like the greatest thing in the world and making it. Iron Man minus the superheroes stuff like <laughs> he was just a crazy rich drunk <laughs> yep yep and that's you know from the comic i'm a comic book nerd too i mean that's that's the comic book you know do you know adrian from adrian has issues like you guys need to be on each other's shows uh i've heard of adrian has issues I, look i i started wicked radio network and uh there's only so many hours in the day yeah that, yeah yeah he's a yes. friend of mine i've met through the show um that he's his shows about like comics and video games and stuff. Uh, I'm gonna put you guys in touch because you guys are perfect guests for each other. He's the ma- he's the man. He's been on here Absolutely. a bunch and stuff. Yeah, but um, because he he knows way more about that shit than I do. Oh, <laughs> uh, but what Hot American Summer? Uh, fuck, man, that Netflix series was ridiculously good. Yeah, the this the movie. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie before. Yeah, yeah. I, like I like the movie a lot, but like, I I. I think I like the TV series more. Yeah, I did too. Um, the the movie the movie wasn't great or anything, but it was good. It was a cult. It's kind a cult of comedy, comedy, you know. It was um, also, but it's funny. It was a low budget movie from twenty years ago, fifteen years yeah. ago that happened to launch Bradley Cooper and Elizabeth Banks. But right, right. There there were a bunch of people in that, and Paul Rudd, who was yeah, in that. Paul Rudd, because it was yeah. all the dudes from like a lot of the people from the state. Which mm-hmm. is now mm-hmm. like a legendary like sketch show group that just has gone yeah. to do everything. But like, yeah. I thought this one though, I just didn't know what to expect from it. I was like, mm-hmm. I wasn't like looking forward it until the way. I, um, like I'm a super comedy nerd, but like a lot of people I know were like really really looking forward to it and couldn't wait. And I was like, oh, that's cool, I'll check it out. And I fell for it hard. Like it was you know, so ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous in the way that you know uh, you probably are familiar with the show. But me and my wife um, watched Parks and Recreation with yep. uh, Amy Poehler, who's also in Wet Hot. Uh, yeah, also. Uh, yeah, I'm, actually, I'm very. I'm actually quite obsessed with that show. Oh, I I love it, man. I love my that show. My wife used a uh, line from Parks and Rec in our wedding vows. That's how. Oh, wow. that I like you and I love you. <laughs> that's awesome man. yeah i was proud of her i had no idea she was gonna do that and i was like ben wyatt leslie I, yeah we were that's, we're that's we're obsessed nope, leslie nope and her uh partaking oh, yeah. of um whipped cream every chance she gets man <laughs> oh it. yeah a great show man for sure if, if people haven't seen that they gotta watch it's it. it's on netflix you just and it, every season gets better than the next yeah, yeah, it, it's awesome, man. I love that show. But yeah, Wet Hot American Summer is awesome uh, shit, man. Like, I, I, I can't recommend that one enough, man. It's it's yeah. a good show, man. Did yeah. you expect it to? The, my favorite scene in the entire series, the limited run series on Netflix, is uh, mm-hmm. when Coop wakes up to talk to the camper, and then he just explains the entire series in like about two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then President awesome. Reagan showed up, and then Eric died, and all this. Stuff. You're like. 
What? You're like, oh, well, you're just, you just you said a whole lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, the funny thing about that show, man, is is the, the theme music is awesome. It's it's uh, Jefferson Starship's uh, Jane. And for some reason, they time that that song so perfect in the intros. Like it, it, it fucking gives me goosebumps. I don't know yeah. why, man. It's just kind of one of those weird things, man. But yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a show for sure. Chris Pine has been shown up in a couple of because uh, Chris Pine shows up in that. And um, yeah. There's the second season of The Comeback, which I don't know if a lot of people – I had just found out it was an old HBO show. got canceled about 10 years ago and then brought back with Lisa Kudrow. But he was in the series finale of that. I just think, And I was like, oh, my God, Chris Pine, man. Yeah, Chris Pine's making the, Doing the, the small – rounds. Yeah, he is, man. He's he, I, I, I like that dude too, man. It's, yeah, I liked they, uh, Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams reboots I really dug. Yeah, me too, man, for sure. Man. Yeah, and I, I came out of that as not a star. I didn't go into that as someone who watched Star Trek as, a, as growing up. I just went to it because I was like, oh, a cool movie, and Star Trek Trekkies, and then people like me liked it. So that's why I'm actually very excited for this new Star Wars movie. Mm, it's mm-hmm. going to be something for like me and then like Star Wars nerds. Except Star Wars nerds hate everything, so let's get. You right. know, it's weird. I don't, I don't understand that whole rivalry, man. Like I, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I've said it on RP Grinders before, but what is get it about Twitter, Star Wars, man? Get Twitter riled up, guy. All right, if you're on Twitter, uh, tweet us ready. and tell us your rage. Get ready for it, man. I. I I like Star Wars, okay, but I don't understand why. I'm not a big like, star. I don't get it. Like I I I like it, but it's Jar Jar's not... great, guys. Yeah. Oh man. And you... nerd rage. Yep. Get ready for the nerd rage now, man, for sure. I, but, I, no, I I, I, I like I, it. I've gotten everything I can possibly get out of those films. You know, I've seen them a few times, but I I don't understand the absolute adoration for those movies. Like they're. Like the first one is absolute shit if you take it from an artistic point of view. Wait, I the guess first, the, like number one in the series. Yeah. Well, no. What was it? What would it be? Like four, I guess. Yeah. A four. New Hope. Um, Empire Strikes Back. I like a lot. That's the one that I really like. Uh, That's Return everyone's the, favorite, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Return of the Jedi, I think, is okay. I mean, it's nothing special. But and another thing I don't get, and this is gonna piss off your Star Wars fans quite a bit. I hope Star I have Wars. some. <laughs> I, I hope you have some too, man. Boba Fett, like, like that character is the most least interesting character in the history of cinema, and people go nuts when you mention Boba Fett. I, I don't understand it, but whatever. Yeah, my brother-in-law is like, which I don't get, because like, I get for the older timers who saw it in theaters for the first time, but he's just, mm-hmm. uh, he's been on the show, but he reads the books, he knows all the canon, like he knows every, he's... Except now they deleted all the, they've erased all the cannon, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, he was not they happy. Just, right, they destroyed all that with these I, new ones coming. I think I respect that part of it that you could like a movie and then that universe can expand into books and video games and comic yeah, books. Yeah, I get it. I, I think that's it. really cool, but I just don't get the fandom. No, but I, me neither. Again, man. you know what? Do you think this is part of us also not being religious and we just can't grapple onto things like that? Um, it could be, man. I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm a big sci-fi fan. Like, I like aliens and, you know, all that type of stuff. But but the Star Wars thing just kills me, man. Like, I'm, I'm much more interested in, like, Star Trek, even though I'm not a Trekkie. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what the fifth moon of the Vulcan planet was doing on a certain day, like some of these people can or whatever. But, um, I, you know, I... 
I don't know, man. To me, it just seems less interesting. I, I like it, okay, and I'm I'm definitely gonna go see the movie. I you know I I buy into hype of certain movies and stuff, but but yeah, I I you know I I don't I just don't get it. But to answer your question, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I just I just think it has to do with maybe preference. I, I yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things, man. I just don't get, man. And I guess from a Star Wars uh, perspective, a fan perspective, they would say. You don't get it. You just don't get it, dude. You know, yeah. to each his own. It's kind of like, I mean, I guess it must be tribal, right? Like you kind of, mm, like how people get with sports. I, I guess so. It, and I'm a huge sports fan too, man. Like I, I love love my, my I call them my Denver Broncos, like I own the team. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm into a lot of sports too. I'm a, I'm a big time homer, but um, the guys from the bull room would tell, will tell you that. But uh yeah, I, I guess from that perspective, it is tribal. Like you, you, you get this instinct to, you know, defend it at every turn and and whatever. I guess if that's what you hang your head on, I, I used to do that with the Broncos a lot, but I I can't because they haven't <laughs> won anything in so many years. You know. Are you a big yeah. Simpsons fan? I like the Simpsons. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. Like they they dropped off. I did hear that. Um, Harry Shearer uh, re-upped his contract, which was, a huge, which was a huge surprise and and probably a good thing, I think. So I mean, I, I'm like I stopped watching like season ten, like most people. Yeah, but yeah. I still watch one attempt. Do you ever see the episode where Homer ends up owning the Denver Broncos at the end of the episode? <laughs> I did, I did see that, man. You just don't get it, Marge. The Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. I, I don't know the the seasons after. Yeah. That. yeah. I, I do know that the um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker make fun of the Broncos quite a bit on South yeah. Park. You, you'll see a lot of in references to they're, that. Uh, oh, they're from Colorado, right? They are. They're from Colorado. Is South Park yeah. an actual town? I don't. I, there is a South Park, but it's not. They're, they're, it's it's not a town they're from or anything. And it, it, yeah, one of them's from um, Littleton. Littleton, Colorado. Yeah, that's about. Um, Maybe a half an hour, forty-five minutes from where I live. It's it's not far at all. It, it, the Denver metro area is kind of all interconnected. You Are know? you in Denver it's, area? I'm in I'm in I'm north of Denver. I'm in a, a uh, not a town, a, a city called North Glen. I guess you okay. could call it a town smaller than than like a big city, but I think sixty thousand like, is a, a city. Is it's basically ten minutes, no, ten or fifteen minutes north of Denver proper, like downtown Denver. Oh, so cool! It, yeah. It, I just consider it Denver. Like yeah, everything yeah. is Denver. They call it the Denver Metro area. When you're, yeah, when you're talking to someone as far away as me, it's, just, it's Denver. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The, the farther distance away things are, the bigger. It's like if you travel <laughs> overseas, you're just like, L.A. Yep. Right. <laughs> I'm from New York. Right. Really? Well, no, I'm about three hours east in the state that you never heard of. And... <laughs> but it's right, fine. Right. I'm... It's fine. It, it's Philadelphia, but you know, whatever. It, yeah, it's near. It's near New York, so it's yeah, New like York. nine hours east. <laughs> and <north>. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're you're anywhere um, east of Denver, and you're from from New York, man. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't live in New York. <laughs> it's really <laughs> right. expensive there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is for sure. Now, did you grow up in Colorado? I born and raised in Denver, man. Like uh, nice. that's. I've actually always wanted to go there. My aunt and uncle just went to Boulder. And mm-hmm. loved every second of – well, they did a whole lot. They were in, like, Nevada and then drove down and did a bunch of stuff because mm-hmm. they're awesome, and they loved every second of it. Yeah, Boulder Boulder is what I call hippie town. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's in Colorado, but it's – I don't know. It, it, like, if you put a dome over Boulder, 
it, it would be fine because everything else is different and Boulder's just I don't know it's it's its own little town like that's I don't know it's like miles away as far as I'm concerned but it's a it's right in the it that's where the University of Colorado Boulder is it's um where the football team plays and stuff like that but it's a uh, it's a big green city like I is yeah. the best they're big into uh, vegetarianism and uh, you know just a lot of stuff like that recycling and you know that 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 ilk which is fine uh, but um, I don't know it's just it's just kind of a weird town but it's cool it's it's beautiful it's pretty and it's right near the mountains it's like it's at the base of the Rocky oh, Mountains man. so yeah the backdrop is really 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 pretty so I pass through Boulder every once in a while on my way to uh, camp so mm. it's cool. Yeah. So my understanding from an episode of Anthony uh, No Reservation with Anthony uh, No Reservation with Anthony Bourdain that Denver has actually gone through quite the food renaissance and there's lots of great restaurants and like uh, Denver as itself is like a city that might not have been as once so wonderful but now it's like really great to be in. Is that true? Denver's always been great, man. Like I I have I, I tell my wife I would never want to live anywhere but here, man. It's that great. It, yeah. it, I don't know what Anthony Bourdain was was talking about. You take that, about. Tony. He might have been just talking about food. I guess uh, because everything is great here. The food's always been great here. He just never went to the right places, man. I mean, yeah. you, you want you want to talk about authentic Mexican food? This is the place, dude. It, it's, really? It's, yeah. Oh man. Like, oh. like, there's a huge. I mean, I'm I'm Mexican American, man. So oh, you know, nice. there's there's a huge huge uh, place, you know, for restaurants, Mexican restaurants here. Like, it, so you're, it's. But you're talking like authentic Mexican, not like Taco Bell. It's definitely not Taco Bell, man. If you, I mean, and there's, there's, I mean, basically you drive five minutes and you'll find something, you know. I mean, Casa Bonitos is that real? That is real, man. That was in South Park. Yeah, um, yeah, it, that's what I was thinking from. The food is not the greatest, but I do like their cheese enchiladas there. There, yeah. everything that you saw in that episode of South Park is absolutely true. With the waterfalls. There, there are there's a big waterfall in there. There are cliff divers. There, I mean, it's crazy. It, it's kind of cool. There's a little. Um, I don't know, you kind of go through it and it seems like a little haunted house. There's a kind of attraction, but you walk through it. And, yeah, everything that you saw in that episode is absolutely true, man. So, yeah, I know exactly where that place is. It's Casa Bonita. That's good to know about – because I've never been out – I've never been to Colorado. I've driven to California once, but – yeah, yeah. If you, I, I recommend it, man. Every time, anytime you get in into town, which there's plenty of people coming now for reasons yeah, that we both have. But uh, um, yeah, um, Casa Bonita is like a tourist attraction, I guess, man. Yeah, but I it, think I'd go just because you have to. But then you know you look for authentic shit. Yeah, it, it's a hole in the wall kind of weird place, man. It's it's kind of expensive too, man. But it's all you can eat, so you oh, know there's that. Yeah. And, and they do have uh, really like world renowned, I guess, um, sopapillas, which are really good. So, awesome. Right, yeah. So your podcast is on the Wicked Radio Network. Yes, Wicked Radio Network. Um, the website is wickedradionetwork.com. There's a bunch of interesting and cool podcasts there. Um, I kind of stepped down from like the leadership role of. So Wicked yeah, Radio you have involvement in it then, right? Because I think I, I was trying to. I kind of half remember you mentioning it, and I was like. I didn't want to ask unless I was right. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I was the founder and owner of Wicked Radio Network. How the fuck did you do that? Because I'm uh, so confused. You know, you're, you're a tech guy, huh? No, <laughs> no, absolutely not, man. Like, like you know, in this industry, industry, I call it like it's a business, and we're making tons of money. I mean, not there true, are people but, making uh, money. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> 
Yeah, neither am I. Trust me, man. <laughs> but you know, you, I had like a vision of of just a, a podcast because I was looking around podcasts, and I had my podcast, and I was looking at networks, and nothing really like stuck with me. And I'm like, you know, why why the hell don't I try to make my own network? You know, it couldn't be that hard and you know it is kind of difficult to start your own network and i started wicked radio network and you know gathered basically just gathered a bunch of cool podcasts together and 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 you know said hey we're gonna try to try to do something here try to put our mark on the internet and and i think i i kind of did that you know um i had a vision of you know having an all horror network with all different types of horror podcasts and you know, pop culture podcasts and sports podcasts and all kinds of different different things that people could listen to. And, and you know, if I ended up making money, I ended up making money. And, and if I didn't, so be it. But it just got to be too much. And, and I, I I just kind of, you know, stepped down and, and gave the reins to um, other people and let them roll with it. And they're, they're you know, they're they're doing a fine job. They're adding pod- some great shows on there. Like when – um. I knew I was doing your show. I, I went on there and I was like, "Huh, I think I follow like half of these ones on Twitter and have listened to a couple of them just because." Uh, uh, what's the something? It's like a purple logo. It's like DAF Angels. Yeah, um, that's a newer edition. That's um, uh, uh, Dark Angels, Pretty Freaks podcast, which is really cool. It's, yeah, it's, I've, I've checked so, them out. They were really cool. Really funny. Neil Neil's really funny, but uh, it's. Uh, you know, it's a it's a unique podcast, but yeah, it there've been, I mean, there was kind of a, a point in time with Wicked Radio where I couldn't take it any further. You know, unless you have money, you can't you can't buy sponsorship, you can't really yeah. do anything. You know, it, it's it's weird, like it, you know. So, and my money's only finite, so I took it as far as I could, and you know, I had a vision, and I think I accomplished most of that vision, but it just got to be too much, and you know, family first, and yeah, I, you. Have- you have family as well, so it's like yeah. money and time, right? The two things they don't have. Right, that's exactly right. You know, yeah. and I, I had to make a choice. It was either, you know, go go balls to the wall with Ricked Radio Network, or step down, still do my one of my podcasts and others on occasion, uh, or my family. And I chose to do my family, but I, I did you've done the right thing. <laughs> I definitely did the right thing, man. It, it takes. It takes a special person to run a network, man. It really does, man. Uh, either a special person or a person with no life, and, yeah. and I definitely have a life. So I mean, if you I could make it your full time job, it's I think it'd be one thing. I'm get, but like I couldn't do that and have a full time job. You know, if if I was making money and if I made money off of it, then I I would ha- would have had to consider you know staying on at, at as the head. I yeah. I give De- Devin and Joe those guys a lot of credit for for taking over and trying it, but um, they they may have more success than I did. <laughs> yeah, Leah, who runs my net the network, I'm on the Misfits Network. Uh, she's a stand up comedian, so like that allows her to have a lot more free time in the day. <laughs> exactly her, her words not mine and uh yeah no she's fucking awesome but yeah so like i was like yeah because like if you have like a lifestyle job it must be way different and you know no yeah. kids. <laughs> right you have to have no kids no life and yeah a bunch of dorky interests and there you go that's yeah. the that's the 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 way that you can make it make a really valid uh podcasting network and i don't know how she picked people up i don't like i was like when she asked like, she was so nice to ask me i was like of course but i'm like really okay <laughs> she took <laughs> yeah. a chance on me she's wonderful uh i've i've done that to a few shows where i thought that i had no shot of of getting on the network man for sure yeah so 
Yeah, there's one one podcast in particular on the network that that does huge downloads. The the Higher Side Chats with Greg Carl- Carlwood. If you like conspiracy and stuff like that, it's a great show to listen to. So yeah, I don't have enough of a niche in my interest. I think that's um, just in life. I'm like, because I think now I I know at least my personal preference in podcasts. I like these type like the kind I do. But now I've mm-hmm. kind of turned into more. I'm starting to go a little more like. You can get very specific with podcasts. It's kind of fun. My brother always tells about cool ones. Like, I've been listening to some Simpsons. Like, I like TV ones. The movie podcasts are fucking everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, that that was the challenge when I was doing it, you know, is to find, um, I guess, niche podcast, you know? Like, yeah, like, it's like cool. Like I was saying, I've never seen a podcast dedicated to werewolves. Like, you, you would see an occasional um podcast about uh teen wolf for instance you know like kind of a fan podcast about that but uh the michael j fox movie or the stupid show on mtv the the show on tv on mtv which is actually fairly i I don't know why i called it stupid i never saw it (laughs) yeah you should watch it man there's 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 a a couple of great seasons but uh, you know it's hit or miss but um yeah it's it's you know, you just kind of find that niche. And I, w- I was doing international podcasts, like I'm, I'm looking at Wicked Radio Network to, uh, now, but uh, Half Scoop was an Australian podcast that I picked up. Um, but yeah, the Higher Side Chats, um, you know, there's some pretty pretty good ones on there. Of course, RP Grinders on there and stuff like that. But um, yeah, they've changed quite a bit. But uh, I like uh, storytelling ones. Like I always want to do, I've always wanted to make like a storytelling episode, but I don't know if I have the editing time frame yeah Dude, uh, I, I don't know yeah. the only i i there's a i very much want to do a second podcast but i also want to be like just a host on one and then have the other person do all the editing and posting and all the <laughs> work that goes with it like i mean it's not an overwhelming yeah. amount of work but it's enough where like i put up one a week sometimes two but you yeah. know i have a full-time job and i'm married and like i have other things and Sometimes it's like a, cr- a rush, and you're gonna be away from the weekend, and you're like, "Oh, I gotta get this episode up." And then I'm like, "I'm not letting anyone down if I don't do it, except myself." But I have to do it. And you know what? That's the same mentality I have, man. Like even my co-host on RP Grinders were like, "You know, if you wanna just wait to get out that podcast till tomorrow, it's all good, dude." And I'm like, "No, you know, it's not. I have to get it out." You know, I, I mean, even if one person is listening, which that's pretty much my audience, then that's you know, <laughs> I'm right <that's>... here. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're right. You're the only listener, Chris. So you know it's all good. But um, yeah, you know, I, I just there's just something that drives podcasters like that, man. Like I, I, I was trying, I guess, desperately to get on this guy's um, uh, list for people to interview about podcasting in general, and and that was one of the things I was going to talk about. Like just the amount of of time and energy it takes to do it, you know. But but you do it because you love it, and yeah. And, and stuff like that and for fun if you do it because you think you're going to become the next howard stern then then you're you're doing it for the wrong reasons and i i found out that lesson the hard way but i guess that's that's what made me a, a stronger podcaster and able to do this you know <laughs> this stuff for eight years man that's so impressive like i never thought i would go over a year i i, I don't know i i'm someone who's always tried a lot of things and given up on shit pretty easily and I, this is the first hobby or whatever you want to call it i found that i just I have no idea. I love it. I love it so much. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, like I said, RP Grinders. I, I'd never expected to get past a year. I mean, think about it. A show about um, role playing games, which is a very 
niche part of video game gaming in yeah. general. I guess, I, I guess if I was doing one about Call of Duty, I could expect longer. But, uh, you know, RP, RPGs and, and skepticism, like, it's it's so niche, and, and my numbers definitely show it. But, um, you know, to be doing it eight years later is just nothing short of, I guess, amazing. I mean, I, I, I yeah. don't know how to put it. No, that's. I think that's great. And then, it's just like a. I don't know. It's just. It's fun. It's just. Just. It's fun. I. I like it. I think of it as music too. Like so. There's always going to be certain people who do it for money, and then there's many <laughs> people who make money off of it. And then there's going to be that. Like, I feel like I'm the version of the. Of if it was music, I'm the guy at the bar who's just playing because I just love to play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. No question about it, man. It's like like me and and even even playing video games. Like I. I suck at them, but I love them so much. You know, it's just the way do that you, it is. Do you twitch? Is that what it's called? Twitch? Twerk? No, twitch. Twerk. I definitely don't twerk unless you want to pay me some money there, Chris. Wow. But uh, <laughs> give it uh, time. Twitch, Your wife is like shaking her head, like, "Oh, this again." <laughs> well, if she listens to this, I'll probably be divorced, man. <laughs> no, um, I uh, Twitch is interesting. It's it's basically people playing video games and. You know that's how dorky I am. I'll I'll sit there and I'll watch people play video games. Um, um, my co-host Eric, uh, he has a channel I believe on Twitch that he'll once in a while play. But there there are people that make a lot of money playing video games and and they make money that way. They they do what's called let's plays where you know that's what they do. They they take you through a video game. Like if you're having a a tough time, I guess it's it's an easy way to get past a boss or something. I I don't know, but. Um, it's 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 kind of cool. Every once in a while, I'll do it, and I'll watch somebody play a video game, and then I'll get inspired, and I'll actually play a fucking video game. You know, my brother told me he watched my brother-in-law play because he was trying to get past a certain part. But you know, mm-hmm. do you? Do you I, this is where you feel like an old folk. And you're like, no one's gonna pay for that shit, and you're like, wrong again, Revel. <laughs> Another million dollar industry that you thought was stupid. <laughs> yes, exactly right, man. I don't, it's, it's I, I don't judge. You know, I don't do it. Good for you guys. I'm glad you're happy. Yeah. I, I think it's cool. <laughs> Just, yeah, no, it, it is. It, it's it's okay, and and you know what? If you're if you're making money off of that, good good on you, man. I I wish I could make money on it. You know. Yeah, my brother-in-law mm-hmm. said, I don't know. It's just a way to be social, I guess, while you play a game. Like, it's cool. It's a new world, right? Like, why be alone in your room when you could talk to someone anywhere in the world? Like, it's it's cool. It's you know, at the core of it, I think we all want connection to someone, regardless. And we just like to talk about. Everyone likes to talk about things they like and. If you're playing a video game, dude, I love talking about video. Like video games, I like. I'm like, I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Like that's that's all we do in RP Grinders. We talk about uh, dorky role playing game, role playing video games, and and the second half of the show can either be you know skeptical topics or or even like happenings. Like uh, I know recently the police have been in the news. So oh you know, yeah, we somehow talked you know. about police brutality quite a lot when I came on. Oh man, I don't get me started on that as well because uh, you know I'm, uh, whew, oh boy, that's a loaded topic. Yeah. People, the, the guys on the show always give me a lot of shit because uh, they think I talk about it too much, and, well, and hey, I'm just the opposite. Don't, I, yeah, don't I don't like think police beating people up, call us crazy. Yep, and I, 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 I don't think I talk about it enough, but yeah, you know. I, I want our citizens, especially ones of uh, a different ethnicity, to be alive. We'll leave yeah, it at that. And if you disagree absolutely. with that statement, please never listen to this episode or anything I ever do for the rest of my life. <laughs> I just want people in general to stay alive, man. You know, yeah, <laughs> I, just... I don't, I don't even go down the the ethnic route, man. Yeah, but, well, like... especially ethnic people, because I feel like that's what happens to the most. Right, right. And then, and then when you mention that, most people don't. 
just don't can't fathom it or don't believe it or or whatever. You That's know what not I mean? true. It's like whoa. Yeah. Uh, well, if you look at it, yes, it is true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome, right. man. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on. We hit our um. I'll, that was about the hour. Uh, where can people find you on the old internets? Well, if you go to wickedradionetwork.com or rpgrinders.com, you can listen to me on RP Grinders. And, you know, I'm, I'm a lot grouchier on that show than I was on this show. So maybe that's a reason to tune, tune in. Um, yeah, wickedradionetwork.com and rpgrinders.com. There's plenty of great shows on the Wicked Radio Network. Um, and if you want to listen to me on a different show in a different light, listen to the archives of Wherewithal, the show about werewolves and um you know uh dead men talking or dmt that you can listen to me on on there as well all on the wicked radio network.com oh awesome man. well thank you so much for coming on uh come back anytime um for sure this is a ton of fun yeah man for sure i i thank you for having me on uh rebel and and um you know i I'd, I'd be more than happy to come on anytime you need uh, an uninteresting guest well, that was not true. You're very fascinating, but yeah, uh, yeah. And then thanks, and 